and seen. Oh, that's incredible. I've just done this quiz on my phone, right? It's incredible. Okay. I answered three questions, just three simple questions, and it told me which quality street I was. <laughs> what quality street were you? Oh, it was the big purple one. <laughs> that reminds me, I saw you oh, no. in the pub last night. It says, night. I'm the big purple one, everyone loves you, and you're solid as a rock. Well, that's nice, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Do you want to do it? Yeah, yeah, sure, go on. All right, uh... it's only three questions. Yeah, yeah go right. for it. Here we go. I'll just reset it here. Um, what's your favourite colour? Uh, blue. All right, just put that in. Blue. Um, oh, two options: sunrise or sunset. Oh, sunset. Okay, sunset. Uh, last one. Uh, would you prefer someone to be flogged or publicly hung? Oh, I, uh, I've never really thought about that. Seems a bit uh, f- flogged. Flogged. Okay, fine. Put it in flogged. Here we go. Just. Oh, that's a shame. You're the coffee cream. Oh, God, no. You're, you're bitter and everyone hates you. And scene. And now on Sky Monotony, nothing to declare. In the interest of political correctness, all the voices of passengers have been dubbed by West Midlands actors. Tonight on Nothing to Declare, we take the unusual move of focusing an entire episode on just one case. Chinese national How Well Hun Yu has just flown in from Vietnam with 84 suitcases and only 32 Australian dollars to his name. Yeah, we're going to have to uh, talk to this gentleman who's a, a Chinese national. He's just flown in from Vietnam. Uh, he's here on a three-day non-working visa and... Uh, quite suspicious because he's actually got 84 suitcases with him and uh he's got 32 dollars to his name and he's only got a three-day visa to actually visit the country now when we're doing the risk assessment one of our sniffer dogs joanna lumley showed particular interest in his crotch uh, i have to say all our sniffer dogs are named after popular uh british actresses uh thora heard didn't turn her nose up at all at him and uh dame dinah rig Rest in peace. Uh, she sniffed his ass once, but then just walked off. Okay, sir. I think you understand why you've been stopped today. I'm just going to need you to put some of your suitcases, some of your 84 suitcases, up on the side here, and then I'm going to ask you a few questions. I don't know why I've been stopped. What's the matter? Nothing to be worried about, sir. Just when you come into Australia, we have to do some checks. We have a you know a very vibrant micro system here of uh, animals and fauna and such like. We just need to check that you're not carrying anything in your cases that you shouldn't be. Any of your 84 cases, that is. There's no food in my suitcases, mate. Now, that's interesting because I didn't say anything to you about food, but I'm going to show you this card now, and I'm going to show you question number six. Question number six says, have you any fruit with you today? No, absolutely not. There's no fruit in my suitcases, mate. Any fruit at all in any of your suitcases? No, no, categorically no, absolutely not. Who do you think I am? Just going to open this first suitcase now and see what we find in it. You knock yourself out, mate. I can't believe this. Honestly, you flew all the way from Ho Chi Minh City and you're presented with... OK. All right. All right, look, there, there may be a banana in that one. This seems to be a suitcase full of bananas. Well, it's one banana tree. 
The Australian food industry is a multi-billion dollar empire that can easily be brought down by foreign agents entering the ecosystem. Just one contaminated item can undermine this entire Australian industry. This is an, an awful lot of bananas to be bringing in. I'm diabetic. I needed to make sure that I had a healthy snack when I landed. I've flown in from Ho Chi Minh. I know, but we've we've weighed this suitcase. It's about 35 kilograms of really rotten bananas. What can I say? I like bananas. Is well, that a crime? Is it a crime to like bananas here? It's a crime to make what a full... What sort of dictatorship is this? It's a crime to make a false declaration on this card. Did I didn't you... understand the card. Well, this card is actually in your native language, and you've signed this card at the bottom, haven't you? Mr. How Well Hung Are You? That's my name, yes. And you've signed it here, haven't you? Yes. And you've ticked the box for fruit, saying but no I, fruit. I didn't understand. I thought that said yes. That's why I said yes. I got bananas in my suitcase. All right. Well, th- there's a problem with this banana consignment. Thirty-five. It's only a bloody banana, mate. It's not one banana, is it? It's All 30... right, it's one banana tree. Thirty-five kilograms of rotten bananas coming into this country is an issue. Well, I don't see why. All right, we're going to move this to one Can side. I have one now as a snack. I'm no, a you shaky. can't. You can't I'm possibly. Not sure this is low. No, because if you ate one of these bananas and then you passed it later, that could end the Australian microsystem and that could wipe out the whole banana industry. Seems a bit far fetched to me, but fine. Let's carry on. Let's carry on. Jeez. Okay, now. I'm going to say again on this card, you've ticked this box saying no to you don't have any meat products with of you today. Of course, I haven't brought any meat. I brought the bananas as a snack. I've told you. I'm Why would I bring meat in a suitcase? I'm going to open this suitcase now, which is quite warm. I say that for one thing. This is quite warm. I've put my hand on it. It's a lot higher than a normal suitcase, isn't it? But, but I don't know why. It's, it's hot here. It's Australia. The, I'm going to unzip it now. But there's no meat in it. I don't bring any meat on holiday with me. Oh, except that meat. I did bring that, Say so. That seems to be an entire baby suckling pig. Just it, one pig, piglet. With an apple in its mouth. It's a piglet. And that seems to be some sort of crude automated spit arrangement with some charcoal at the bottom. Well, I had to make sure it stayed fresh. It's battery-powered spit. Don't tell me you're the f- I'm the first person to do that. Australian pork is a multi-billion-dollar industry which is yet to be infected with the blight of snout rot. Just one infected pig from a market where such a virus is prevalent could bring this whole empire down to its knees. You can't bring this sort of product into the country, sir. It's just sir. a little piglet. What's the matter? It's in a suitcase. You can't do any harm in there. Well, you're not allowed to bring it in and you should have declared it for starters. I got confused on the thing. I thought I yes. Well, yes means yes and no means no. No, I thought yes meant no and no meant yes. No, but That's no. That's why I ticked no when I meant yes. All right, we're not getting any further discussing this. Let's let's try your next suitcase. One little piglet. Let's try the next suitcase. It's for my daughter's wedding. Okay, this seems to be full of books. There's a lot of books here. Well, Conor read now. Well, what's this? This is the uh, complete works of Oscar Wilde. Yes. Well, I'll just show you the card again. I'm not bringing in any culture from other countries. I thought that meant yoghurt. Australian culture is unique and diverse, but also susceptible to foreign imports. Whilst given the world such unique talents as Steve Irwin, Paul Hogan, and the inimitable Rolf Harris, it is also very liable to infection from the outside world. Just one unchecked scratchy be the next tape of Crossroads resulted in over 20 years of neighbours, and we cannot allow that to happen again. There's no way you can bring in the complete works of Oscar Wilde 
Why not something the portrait of Dorian Gray is a classic? The Ballad of Lead in Jail, are you homophobic or what? I think we've seen enough today to actually deny this gentleman entry into the country. It, it, it causes a risk on so many different levels and the culture of Australia would be greatly damaged if such a gentleman was allowed to enter. It's a shame, but he's going to have to go on a plane and return back to Ho Chi Minh City. And scene. <laughs> I'm bloody hell. I've just done another one of those, those pop quizzes. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's which member what, take what's... which member take that are you? Never get do you guess who I was? Uh Gary Barlow. No, it was Robbie Williams actually. It says I've got a great voice, which I have, and uh, all the girls love me. Oh, do you that's want a pretty good. Do you want to go? You might be Robbie as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to move on from the whole coffee oh, cream. Leave the quality street thing behind you. Um all right. Three questions again. Okay. Here we go. Favourite day of the week? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Stalagmite or stalactite? Well, tights come down, so stalactite. Okay. Um, glory hole or happy ending? Oh, uh, seems a bit out there. Um, glory hole? Okay. Glory hole. Put that one in. Oh, that's a shame. Don't, don't say Jason Orange. Please don't say Jason Orange. Yeah, you're, you're Jason Orange and nobody oh, cares. For fuck's sake. And scene. Okay, coming up on the hour. Now over to the Old Bailey. We're going to go to our reporter, Peter Jenkins, who's been covering the hideous murder trial um, of Clive Williamson. And uh, over to you now, Peter. What's the latest from there? Uh, well, shocking scenes this afternoon as the Old Bailey judge sentenced uh, Clive to life imprisonment for the murder of his pregnant girlfriend. Well, that does sound uh, quite upsetting. But uh, tell me now about the demeanour of the of the judge as he passed his sentence. Did he uh, perhaps crack a wry smile as uh, as they often do do in such uh, circumstances? Uh, no, no, very very sombre um, atmosphere very... in in court one at Old Bay this afternoon. No no smile from the judge at all, as I think is fitting in a case like this. So straight faced from the judge, they're playing it very much as the straight man. How about the jury? Any um, titters or laughter at all as the uh, the jury uh, c came forward with their judgment? No, no. Again, they they took this role very seriously. It was a very serious case. Sound Horrific details of the murder. There really was nothing to laugh about. Yes, exactly. Uh, sounding sounding like quite a sombre occasion there. Perhaps the barristers may have been having a little bit of a chuckle amongst themselves. I know there's often some gallows humour and uh, you know uh, sort of a very dark humour that runs through British uh, uh, sensibilities. Perhaps they were nudging themselves, having a little bit of a snigger. A any of that going on at all? No. No, not at all. That would have been quite inappropriate. You know, with, the, with all the witnesses we heard, the families of the of the victim in the yes, room. Yes, it was, yes, It really was ghastly. How about any, anyone in the gallery shout out anything funny at all as the sentence was passed? You know, no, I, I no. I mean, it was it was it was a, a court judgment in the old Bailey Court one of a hideous hideous murder case all sorts of gruesome details passed I know families uh, victims families crying terrible terrible obviously it goes without saying um, how about the uh, the, us so. the ushers and uh, people who work at the Old Bailey see this sort of thing day in day out I know they often have um, a bit of a different sensibility about this Were any of them showing signs of perhaps uh, stifling a laugh or two no no on this occasion they remained they remained 
very straight faced, very po faced throughout. Stony face then. And how long how long did the trial go on in in, in totality? Four weeks. And not a single laugh on uh, during any of that time. None of the none of perhaps the witnesses that were called have an amusing story or two to tell. No, it really was the old bail equivalent of an episode of Mrs. Brown's Boys. Oh, well, that is quite serious, isn't it? It was very serious. No laughing matter indeed. Sadly not. And scene. <laughs> oh, God. I can't believe that one. It's not uh, another one of these quizzes. Yeah, it? I, it is another one. OK, it's what... Which serial killer are you? Oh, this seems slightly dark. I guess it could be fun. Yeah, you're probably wondering which serial killer I am. Um, I would guess for you, the Yorkshire Ripper. Close. I'm Jack the Ripper. Apparently... I'm dark and mysterious and a bit of a lady killer. Oh, I, I don't think it means lady killer. In, yeah, in... I know. I was quite. Uh, that was quite close, actually. Um, That's fine. Three questions again. Okay. Okay. Do, do you want to do it? Third time lucky. Do you want to do on. it? Okay. Third time lucky. I know because you've had. A, I've had two very bad answers. You've struck out. Haven't I really you, twice, have. Come yeah. on. Let's, okay. let's hope for a better result. See what they come up with. This some of the question wise for you. Uh, what's your age times two? Ooh, seventy four. Okay. Do you prefer to shower or bath? Definitely shower. Okay. Last, if you had an infection, would you prefer syphilis or leprosy? Oh, no good answers, are there? Not um, really. Syphilis drives you mad and it bloated like Henry VIII. Leprosy, you have to live on your own or in a colony, but it's a One or the other. <sighs> oh, fuck it. Syphilis, why not? Yeah, syphilis, why not? Um, oh. Come on, what is it? You are Rose West. Oh, come on. You smell of B.O. Jesus Christ. You wear terrible knitwear. And you got off with Myra Hindley. Now, only two of those three are true. And scene. 